Welcome back to Subtweets and Therapy Podcast, a podcast with no theme, only words. I'm Julian. And I'm Jared. In today's episode, we mainly talk about the writing that happened, the insurrection that happened, uh, the fallout of it, and how to handle it. Yeah, so enjoy. Um, okay, so we can obviously talk about the impeachment stuff, which I honestly don't really see much of a point in anymore because we're we're practically at the end of this thing yeah they just have to convict him and then it's, that's it it is mm. what it is yeah. um i don't know you probably have a different perspective on it from me because i'm just like we're we're like so close to biden like being sworn in like i don't really know how much of a point there is to impeaching him like i'd rather uh, unless it's something that would actually like let us bring up criminal charges against him or something like if it would help with that then sure but if it's just to get him out of office and there's not a lot of point no the main point is uh one it kind of sets a weird precedent if you don't do it okay since he kind of sick the mob on the the government basically yeah but it's also they're trying to do it in an attempt to make sure that he doesn't run again Oh, I see. But he's not able to. I got you. You know? Yeah, I got you. Got it. That makes more sense. Because I was just like, if it's just to get him out of office, like, just wait a couple of days and he'll be gone. Yeah. Then my thing, I was like, yo, is it worth it? Because, like, this man's going to be, like, in his 80s, basically, next time around. Like, Mm. what 80-year-old really wants to? Him, dude. Him. I don't know, dude. Him, one hundred percent him. The reason I say that though is actually kind of it's kind of weird because like, um, I was looking for stuff to um, help with deepening my photography lessons um, mm-hmm. for my classes, and right now we're talking about like the history of photography, but I also wanted to talk about like famous photographers. Um, and I found because you know Netflix did that um, documentary series called Abstract. Mm-hmm. Um, that was so freaking good, like covering all these different, uh, industries that are artistic, um, or, you know, have like, uh, engineering involved with them or whatever. And like interviewing people who are like at the very top of, of those industries. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, freaking, uh, so the, the one that I was looking at was this episode that covered, um, this photographer, uh, and his name was, um, oh my gosh, why am I, why am I forgetting his name? Uh, Platon. Platon. Um, and he he's like he's photographed all sorts of presidents. He's photographed prime ministers. He's photographed Putin. Like he's photographed Prince. Like he's photographed a lot of people and a lot of yeah. his pictures have been on like the cover of like Time magazine and whatnot. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But he also photographed Donald Trump. Um, and like when he was photographing Donald Trump, it was towards the beginning of him like starting to garner his support so he could like run or whatever. And he was like, I've never been around someone whose environment was more chaotic than Donald Trump. And I asked him like, don't you ever get exhausted from this like storm of chaos? And Donald Trump's answer was, I am the storm. Like this dude so thoroughly loves what it is that he does with like sowing seeds of discord and chaos and dissension he never tires of it. So I don't care if he's if he's 80 or 90 or 100 years old. He's never going to get tired of, of doing the crap that he does. So. Yeah, I so think you just got to make sure that he can't yeah. keep it going. I think we should be wary of the way you said that kind of made it sound like you were planning on taking him out. Just. just No. <laughs> <laughs> just. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not worried about those kind of those, those kind of shoots. Like you know what I'm saying? You were planning to, to take him out yourself. Um, you no, I'm yeah, not I going anywhere near the Capitol. Good. You see the Capitol? They got walls around that thing. Seriously? There's Twenty plus thousand National Guard people there, which is more than we have overseas. I'm not stepping within a hundred thousand <laughs> feet <laughs> of the Capitol. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I don't look like the people that stormed that place. I'll oh get a my. different you result. You got a picture? I need to see this. Yeah, bro. Like It's like a fortress right now. One guy already tried to break in or like to get in yesterday. 
Seriously? Yeah, they said they caught some dude with a fake inauguration pass, a pistol, and over 500 rounds of ammo. Oh, my God. Yeah, like... <laughs> what the frick? Like, did you think that was going to work? This ain't a cartoon, my guy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Honestly, bro, they're really lucky that these protesters... Or not protesters. I was being nice there. That yeah. these uh, terrorists weren't smarter. Yeah, they they really are. They or really organized. are. And you know, it's kind of crazy and, and, and weird because, like, seeing these walls erected and hearing about twenty five thousand troops being uh, descending on Washington for Biden's inauguration, like, it makes me feel like I'm living. And this is going to sound very judgmental of, of these countries, and I don't mean it to sound this way, but like of like South American countries mm-hmm. or like, or like African countries, like third world countries where like they don't have peaceful transitions of power. And so they have the military out there to just cap people. If they try and take mm-hmm. the, the politicians out, like that's what this looks like and feels like. Yeah, that's exactly what it feels like. And I've been thinking about this inauguration and I was like, maybe we should just do this via zoom. You know, I'd be okay with that. I'd and, be you know, okay. they're saying, oh, you can't let these people win. This ain't about winning or losing. Nope. This is about just general safety. Yes. For everybody. Yes. And not just like, you know, there's terrorists out there trying to do something. But, like, my first reaction, this may be bad. My first reaction when I saw these people storming the Capitol I noticed that they weren't wearing masks, and I was like, we're going to be in quarantine forever. 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 Which, by the way, speaking of uh, the virus, I saw that some Congress people caught coronavirus because when they were locked in the rooms, you know, like a lockdown drill in school, some of the people in there refused to wear masks. Yeah. Right? And so the other people were trying to be responsible. Some ended up catching it, right? And let me tell you something. Were that me? Once I'm back, it's on site. Yep. <laughs> it's on site. Hands on site. Hands on site. It's Bro, on I just, site. I just survived another COVID scare for myself. Really? Which, yeah. Faith accidentally, um, obviously accidentally, I like at work, she contracted COVID from her She's boss. Nurse, right? Likely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like... That happened, and it was, like, entirely random because normally I'm here on the weekends and Brittany comes to me, but, like, this one time we didn't do that. So we were over at her parents' house, uh, and Faith and Thomas and the kids came over for dinner or whatever. And so, like, since Monday, I uh, have been in my room, (laughs) and I've been quarantining um, away from from my work. I just got my uh, test results back on Thursday, and I'm negative. But, Good. like, this is the second time I've had to deal with this crap, dude. Yeah. Yeah, because that's that's terrible. Wow. It's, it's just so annoying. Like, I haven't gotten it. Thank God. Thank God. I have not gotten yeah. it. Um, and I, I know that that's because I've been, tried, I've been trying to be as safe as possible. And there are other people who have been trying to be as safe as possible as well. So, like, I know, mm-hmm. like, why I haven't gotten it. But, like, good Lord, it's annoying. It really is. It really Yo, is, dude. Apparently, there's a woman accused of impersonating an officer near the U.S. Capitol. Well, there we go. See? Like, so they're like, oh, it lets them know that they win. <laughs> right? Yeah. But the issue is, they already think that they won. They got inside. Right? Yeah. So, they were going to try this stuff regardless. Maybe we should just do this via Zoom. You know, Lady Gaga can sing in her house just like she can sing in person. Mm, exactly. They're, Lady Gaga, really? She's performing at the end at the inauguration. That wasn't me being random. That oh. was she's oh, legitimately yeah. performing. I thought you were being random. I was like, really? <laughs> no, no, she's performing. Oh, okay. Well, huh. I mean, from a talent perspective, it makes total sense. It's just whenever I hear her name, I automatically associate it with meat dress. Yeah. Are you going to watch the inauguration? Mm, probably not <laughs> can I tell you why I, I just can't and this isn't like a political thing none of them are ever going to be as lit as Barack Obama's was that's true that's like true. that ruined it for me because that's when I became like politically aware 
So, yeah. like, I watched, obviously, because it was a big deal the first time he won, right? That was a huge yeah. deal. So I was watching. You know, I saw Aretha Franklin with that insane fur hat she had on, you know. Bro, that was I, wild. I was like, was Aretha, crazy, right? you did it for the culture on that one, you know, bro. <laughs> like, so I watched all these, you know, Jay-Z, everyone was performing, and that set the bar, right? Yeah. And so every other one can't be good and like compared to that right that's fair like who did trump have let me see probably it's not jay-z was it a country singer toby keith bro he had lee greenwood toby keith Uh three doors down dj rabbit drums the piano guys and the front man of country wait a second dj who (laughs) Ravage drums. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, bro. There's Goodness no gracious. way. Like, Obama had Usher, Stevie Wonder, and Shakira. Yeah, you can't touch that, man. Shakira is a little <laughs> odd. That was an odd choice, but I like it. You know? Yeah. Get a little bit more culture and flair in there. Like, <laughs> he had Denzel Washington speak. Oh, bro. Uh, this is making me want to go watch the videos of his inauguration, man. Samuel L. Jackson was there. Yep. You know? Yeah, like, that was a fl- like, honestly, that was a flat-out cookout. Let's be real. Yeah, that was, everyone that was, was there. That was a flat-out cookout. <laughs> everyone was there. <laughs> so how... Uh, so nothing can compare. Agreed. Nothing. So I'm just agreed. like, eh. I'll watch the highlights. I'll uh, I'll watch the moment where it becomes official, you know. And yeah. I'll be like, thank God, and go back to living my life. Yeah, uh, you know, like Lady Gaga and J Lo aren't swaying me. Yeah, no. J Lo's I mean? a good shout though. But She's it's not. But it's just not enough. That's fair. But I mean, yeah. we are massively biased, bro. Like, if you pulled out like. A Michael Jackson hologram. Oof. Which I would do. Oof. You know. Bro, I don't even know if I would have the guts to do that, man. That that almost feels wrong. Oh, Demi Lovato's performing too. Demi Lovato? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Listen, man, Demi's a performer. Straight up. She's got talent for real, so. John Legend. Okay. So he had, look, look, it's a solid lineup. Right? Oh, he's got Justin Timberlake. It's solid. It's solid. It's a, solid, it's a real solid lineup. And I, I don't, well, I'm, I'm not, not saying that like talking like, bad about this lineup. I was talking yeah. bad about Donald Trump's lineup. Yeah, yeah, I don't know yeah. who DJ Ravid Drums is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, man. But it's not. Bruh, I tell you what, I wish to high heaven I had been to D.C. when Obama got inaugurated because I tell you what, that city was live, boy. Oh, I bet. That city was live, boy. Oh, my God. That'd be uh, crazy. I wish that's I could like, win. That's one of, my, one of my biggest regrets, and it's not even something that I was in control of. I was in high school. You know, like, mm-hmm. I, it's not like I had the choice of where I was going to be, but dang, man. If we could have been there, especially since I, like my family is from there and all that, man, like, I would have been. That would have been amazing. It would have been really good. It would have been really good. So, yeah, I'm probably not going to watch that. Like, no offense to any of the performers, but it's just, you know. You're basically calling them trash and then saying no offense, but that's okay. I'm not calling them trash. Basically, what I'm saying here, and I I don't know how to say this without it sounding rude. This is like me watching the Clippers play after watching the Lakers play. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not the same. <laughs> you know? just... Oh, man. Yeah, that's fair. This feels like when you go to the gym to watch, like, the varsity basketball team, but you get there a little bit early. Mm. So you got to watch the JV play. Yeah, play. watch JV, and you're just like, ah, it's a nice tune-up. Yeah, you know, like, it's yeah. decent, you know? It's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. So to dive a little bit further deeper, I guess, into this, uh, the Capitol riot situation, like, obviously – I, I haven't been keeping up with basically anything. I've been fasting social media, and that's, like, my main source of, like, news information for the most part. Um, but, like, looking at some of this stuff on CNN right now, like, 
experts apparently are, are saying that, you know, they're expecting more riots to occur or at least more attempts at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's what's your general feeling about how this is going to go down? Oh, I mean, there's 100 percent going to be more attempts. They said they're supposed to be on high alert in every single state because they've heard rumblings of uh, more what they say, quote unquote, armed protests, which, by the way, that's not a protest. It's a riot at that point. Um, yeah, at agreed. every capital in the U.S. And so I wouldn't be surprised if that were. I'm sorry, I'm distracted because I posted the <laughs> DJ Rabbit Trump's picture. Did you see my response? Yeah, like that. Just like now, I get it. Looking at him, yeah, I like it. Makes sense. Do you see that computer? Yeah. That's like a 2012 I- MacBook. <laughs> I wasn't. Ex- I didn't hear you say Ravi drums. I thought you said like rapid drums. So like I thought I was just gonna be like a really highly energetic white dude, and I guess I wasn't entirely off. Yeah, you weren't really that off. So <laughs> look at look at the decal on this man's drums. Look at look at that. Look at that like clip art fire on you know his. What he drum. looks like he looks like that kid in high school that gets like. A 1990 Kia and puts like a tail on the back, you know? Yeah. <laughs> With the flames. Oh, man. This, this man looks like our PE teacher went through a midlife crisis. <laughs> Coach Torres. Dude, looks like Nithin's alter ego. <laughs> Yeah, like we were saying. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Nathan. Oh, guys, that was incredibly rude of me. Woo. Okay. Whew. Yeah, like we were saying. Please tell me you're gonna cut that part out because no, I don't I even feel it. like explaining who Nathan is. Please don't do this to me. I just gotta keep it. We're not explaining anything. Oh, They'll okay. just look at. Don't even look him up. Just it's an inside joke. It's fine. <clears throat> like we were saying, um, I am kind of concerned because like this isn't the first time this happened. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously it's the first time they stormed the Capitol, but you know there was that time in Michigan in October. Mm-hmm. There was a time they tried to run that bus off. You know the Joe Biden Kamala Harris bus. They tried to do that here in Texas. And uh, if you look, you would think that, like, some people would have a change of heart as to, like, the language they were using. But they kind of just pivoted to blaming other groups and then started talking about, um, you know, how Twitter violated uh, First Amendment rights and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, because apparently they they don't understand First Amendment rights or anything like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. They uh, so they kind of just, like, changed the subject to, you know, keep being victims yeah which i mean it's i can't say that i'm surprised and i know i've said this at least like three or four times on this pod already but like it it is truly the best comparison that i can make like trump and and those who are like rabid avid supporters of him um their mentality the way that they handle things the conversations that they have their logic is almost identical to the eighth grade boys that i deal with on a daily basis Obviously, the stakes are a lot lower with my students. And so, like, I don't mind engaging them with, you know, a little bit of back and forth here or there, you know, because we're talking about, you know, doing an assignment correctly or, you know, know, stop messing with the kid sitting next to you or something like that. And even though they know that I see what's going on, they know that I can get to the truth if I ask, you know, whoever was around them, you know, what is it that they said or were they actually on the phone? They'll still, like, vehemently deny it and then pivot. And start blaming somebody else to try to, like, you know, change the topic of conversation. Um, and, like, they they don't really have a desire to own up for their actions, you know. Unless it's something super serious, then obviously they stop messing around and, mm-hmm. you know, they, they will own up to their actions. But if it's something that isn't, you know, deemed very serious in their in their minds, 
you can't talk them down off off the wall, off the ledge. Like they they have their position. That is their position. It is not going to change, um, mm-hmm. even if there is a ton of evidence to the contrary. And that's just every single time I hear these um, terrorists try to defend themselves. Every single time I, I, I hear any sort of like rhetoric coming from you know that particular grouping of people, it just feels the exact same every time. Yeah, yeah. It, I don't know, man. It's a weird time we live in. Very. It's a weird time. Like Very, very weird. This AP test in about 20 years is going to go stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I it's going to be difficult, man. Yeah, it's gonna there's so much difficult. that they're going to have to remember from just one year. And, like, honestly, in, in all honesty, I am so nervous about what historians are going to do and what the teachers of history are going to do with this topic in a few years. Cause like it obviously it's going to depend on the publisher. It's going to depend on the writer and it's going to depend on the teacher or the professor, what information is included, what's covered and, and, and in what way is it covered? You know? So like you could very easily envision, you know, whole, classes of students coming out of high school thinking that Trump was done wrong, you know, mm-hmm. just depending on, on how all of this information is framed. Yeah. 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 I think no matter how it's framed, there's always going to be those people, right? Like yeah. we still got people out here flying Confederate Confederate flags mm. acting like, you know, they didn't lose, mm. which I, you know, Weirdly enough, I mean, that's kind of a common thread here. It's like you just got to accept that you lost. Yeah. And move on, you know? Like, I'm literally looking at a video right now of people in Virginia, I believe it was, marching, mm. chanting, Yankees go home, and God bless Dixie with Confederate flags. Jeez. So, you know. But, you know, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard for those who are, you know, vehement in their position to feel like they've lost or accept that, like, accept the fact that they've lost when the society has done a pretty good job of making room for them. To yeah, that's the thing that's been driving it. me nuts is that people yeah. keep saying, oh, but what about how they feel? Oh, we have to worry about how they look, man. At some point, you got just got to tell people the truth, right? Yeah. Like, you just got to admit it. We can't just go from this conversation to, oh, what about what Twitter did, right? Right. Which, like, I can say that I do think that there's a slippery slope thing here happening with what Twitter did. Even Jack Dorsey said that. Mm-hmm. Jack Dorsey being the CEO of Twitter. Um, but that's not that's not the issue right now, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, either way, he was going to be suspended because he was inciting a mob of crazy people. Yeah. And not just crazy people, people who in other walks of life are probably very sane, but somehow mm-hmm. just kind of got gaslit into this, I guess. Yes. And see, like that, that is the big concern. That is the big worry for me, that there are people who are professors, pastors, teachers, real estate agents, coaches, uh, uh lawyers, you know, like in, in every walk of life who at every other turn you would deem to be very intelligent, very sane, very normal type of people who wouldn't do something like attack the U.S. Capitol. And yet and still they are the very people that have done it. And it's going to be incredibly difficult to be able to pick them out of the crowd. Once all of this is said and done and the fervor has died down and we've moved forward they're still going to be living their life in this society, in this country. They're still oh, going to be. In general. I thought you meant in the crowd that was at DC. I was like, I mean, oh, most yeah, of these, I mean, in general, I mean, oh, in general, yeah, not, I was not, like, not, most of these morons film themselves. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and even, even then I wouldn't be surprised with those who film themselves. Like I wouldn't be surprised if they were able to get off pretty light with some of their punishment, not all of them, obviously, but I, I feel like there's still going to be a decent number of those who are literally in the thick of it and they're going to be able to get off pretty light. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably. And it's just like, it's such a, it's such a very complex issue um, as it unfolds because you, we don't really know how to deal with it, you know? Well, I think the, the biggest issue 
is there's always an outlet where someone's kind of like fanning these flames of insanity, right? Like we got state TV, which is Fox News, I think, you know, obviously. Because you even still, right, like you have people out there trying to invalidate the results, right? And so I think what happened is if you keep getting told something enough, at some point it's like plants a seed in your head, right? Yeah. And if you don't go to other sources to do the research or, you know, you've been told that the other side is just flat out lying and they're stealing stuff from you. Eventually, man, this is what happens. And so then they're going to be like, oh, you know, we denounced the violence, but, you know, we were just doing this out of concern when in actuality it wasn't like it just wasn't a real valid concern of theirs. You know what I mean? Right. Right. 100% 100% agree. I, I don't know, man. Like, it obviously, there's only so much that you and I are going to be able to, to do about it. We can only continue to speak, you know, what we believe is truth. And that's going to be very important moving forward. Whenever this topic comes up, we're going to have to, you know, continue to, to speak out and continue to speak the truth because there will be those who, who won't, right? Um but like on a large scale, this feels like such a lasting moment, you know, like such a lasting problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just I really don't know how it's going to get handled. <laughs> I, really I, don't. I think honestly, and this may be divisive, the, the important first step, I think, is accountability. Right. Mm. I think you legitimately have to hold those who played a part in this accountable. Yes. Like, I read an article in The New Yorker today in which they were talking about um, a video that one of the journalists took in which you can see people in the Capitol saying, I think Cruz would want us to do this, so I think we're good. Mm. Right? Mm. And then, so, obviously, like, Ted Cruz, Josh Hawley, uh, Trump, Trump Jr., Giuliani, uh, that Congressman Brooks, who... Like, him, of all people, like, he can't say that he didn't help incite this after saying we're going to take names and kick some ass yeah. in front of a mob. Yeah. You know? And so I think we need to take steps to hold these people accountable, as well as the people, who obviously, who broke in. hmm And I think, you know, people who say that's going to be divisive, I think that you're kind of full of it, to be fair. And honestly... As much as, you know, I believe that what this country really needs right now is like an ability to become unified again and a a legitimate push towards being unified so that we don't continue to tear ourselves apart. As much as I believe that and and hope for that and pray for that, um, at the end of the day, we do need to be drawing lines in the sand. just because we're pushing for unity doesn't mean that we don't stand against what we know is wrong. And it doesn't mean that we don't stand against um, incorrect or, or inappropriate displays of whatever your stance is. Like the, the crux for me as to why this situation is so difficult is because the fuel for the riots that happened, the fuel for Trump's entire presidency has been language, right? It's been communication. It's been words. It's been how people are talking about what it is that they genuinely believe in their hearts, right? Mm -hmm. So like if we aren't staunch, if we aren't strong in how we handle um, the presentation of our beliefs, and, and, and how we discuss our beliefs, then we're, I, do, I don't really see us like moving forward out of this type of place. You know, like gener- we have to be able to like accept and understand that there is a right and a wrong. Uh, and it goes beyond just, you know, not physically storming the Capitol. It also goes to how you are talking about these sorts of things. Yeah, At least I that's, agree. That's and one of opinion. the things that's kind of been like on my mind is like I hear all the time lately people go, this isn't who we are as a country, right? But we say that after every single time something big like this happens, whether it's a massive shooting, whether it's, you know, storming the Capitol, something like this, people keep going, this isn't who we are, this isn't who we are. 
at some point, I think you have to look in the mirror and start to address the issues that you see. I think we're yeah. too quick to be like, this isn't who we are, rather than just address the warts. Yes. And that we kind of allowed this to fester and to grow to a place yes. where obviously it's extremely uncomfortable, right? Yes. And this started by we allowed everything to get to a point where we can't just talk about it, right? Mm-hmm. And be civil. Everything's kind of turned into like before we can even start a conversation, it's like you got to choose a side. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's that's just a huge issue. And I think that has to do with the media. I think it has to do with our politicians, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know? And mm-hmm. I'll keep saying it really amplified when a group of people ran on the platform of saying no, not on what they can do for the people. Mm. Which, I mean, like, if I'm saying, I'm not even going to try to work with you, I'm just going to say no, there's that line already, right? Yeah. And, you know, it kind of just kind of went. Like, we've already had clear divisions. I mean, we had a civil war in the 1800s, right? And people go, well, you know, after that, the nation came back together, technically, but we still had deep issues that we didn't want to discuss or work on. Yes. Kind of like an ugly family secret. Yes. And so then when things like this pop up, people are like, oh my God, I never, I never would have seen this coming. And we're like, yo, we, we knew. Like when the George Floyd thing happened, right? When Mm -hmm. when George Floyd was murdered, people go, I heard from so many people. Wow. We didn't know that police officers could be like this. When we've been saying this, Mm -hmm. like we've been saying this. And then I got texts. You know, from that when, you know, it was Black Lives Matter versus All Lives Matter, I got texts from people being like, I didn't know that people could be so ignorant. I did. Mm-hmm. Like, I've known this. We've been saying this. The issue is we just kind of pushed all that under the bed. We couldn't talk about it. Yeah, we no one was trying to hear it. Because <laughs> if we started talking about it, then, you know, we were causing a problem. We were pulling the race card. We were being uh, divisive. We were being confrontational. We were being aggressive, Right. Um, and like, I don't know, like with stuff like this, with the, the deep seated divisions that are clearly on display right now and that have been on display pretty clearly for those of us who have been on the receiving end of the divisions in this country, um, if it feels grossly negligent for us to try and gloss over and be like, oh, the country came back together or, oh, this isn't who we really are. Like, it feels grossly negligent of those in positions of control over the narrative. Um, And it feels like you are intentionally not looking at who you're talking about. You're not looking at the people who are, you know, uh, armed to the teeth in front of the Michigan State Capitol uh, in Lansing, you know, who have flags everywhere, Mm -hmm. who are displaying their patriotism everywhere alongside their guns as they're demanding for the businesses to be reopened, right? You're not looking at the people who stormed the Capitol and who are chanting USA, 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 as they are violating uh, our our nation's capital and and our place of law and order. You're not looking at them because you're just trying to gloss over it and being like, oh, well, this isn't who we really are. You know, they're just kind of upset. They're just kind of mad. They'll get over it. It'll be fine. Blah, 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 blah. We'll move on to the next thing. No. We need to be able to look ourselves in the eye and look at those who are across from us in the eye and determine what it is that's on like on their on their mind and what it is that's in their heart. You know, until we can acknowledge both sides of this and and actually start a healthy discussion about this so that we can heal as a nation, nothing is going to change. We can't just be like, oh, that was wrong. That was bad. Don't do that. Blah, 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 blah. That isn't who we are. We have to actually take like legitimate steps to deconstruct the walls that have been erected between the two of us, if that makes sense. No, 100%. 100%. And I think it has to start with people being willing to listen and accept that they may have been wrong. Mm. You know? Yeah. It's like if I did something and I was wrong, you'd tell me I was wrong. And I'd be like, I mean, I like the fact that I was wrong. But I'd be like, you know, maybe mm-hmm. you're right. 
Like, I'd at least yeah. consider it, right? I wouldn't just be like, yeah, I'm not listening to that. Get that it, it BS reminds, on my face. It reminds me of what your mom really built high school on uh, with, you know, seek first to understand. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that was one of the pillars of that school. And, and that was one of the things that the school tried to really instill in our students was seek first to understand whenever you are in the midst of a disagreement with somebody else. Um, trying to understand their point, where they're coming from. And if you do that, I do think that that we can do what you're talking about, which is like being able to at least consider the possibility that you may be wrong. And if you come to that conclusion, then you can accept the fact that you are wrong. Right. Yeah. Maybe we need like a, a good after action review. You know, <laughs> let's sit down and talk about what happened here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, let's talk about how you waved Blue Lives Matter at me all summer and then we're beating cops with that same flag. Mm. So mm. you can't really tell me it wasn't the it was about police support. You know? Yeah. Yeah, man. But I, <laughs> <laughs> really like all of this is gonna come down to um Who's like, who's in your inner circle? Who's in your family? Who's in your friends, right? Are you willing to have these types of conversations with the people that are closest to you? And are you willing to engage in the possibility that you, you know, you may have differences of opinion or the both of you guys may be incorrect on something and you need to work on on getting on the right side of things when it comes to, you know, some pretty divisive stuff like you and I can talk about this all day, Julian. Like mm-hmm. we could rant and rave about it all day, but it's probably not really going to affect a lot of change. But if Tom down the street is having a conversation with his buddy Steve and they both realize that, you know, the way they're going about things isn't really the best way to go about it, that type of accountability and honesty can really spur change. You know? Yeah. It takes a lot of, of self awareness, but it can really happen. No, you're right. And I think yeah. I think you're right in like saying how how we decide to go about this and talk about it is important. I think mm-hmm. we've spent what? Basically twelve years yelling at each other. Not me and you, like as a country, twelve years yelling at each other. Yeah. Right. At yeah. some point, we just gotta stop yelling. Just cut the bullshit and just talk. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, no more, oh, if you believe this, you're this. No, just, like, stop trying to label everybody and just talk. Yeah. Just talk. And on top of just talking, listen. Yeah. Listen. Not, like, not like trying to hear hear them physically, but, like, actually listen to their heart when they're talking to you. You know, like, take a moment to de-escalate your inner turmoil. Yeah, like listen to understand, don't listen to react. your inner defensive steps back mentally and emotionally and you're like okay what are they actually saying what are they actually saying what are they actually saying you may end up realizing that like their perspective on something is pretty eye-opening yeah you know like you may end up realizing some biases within yourself some hypocrisies within yourself you know like that's, and that's obviously uh, after we get past this whole stop the steal stuff because that's yeah. just well, there's yeah. no, there's no middle. It's, yeah. It wrong. starts with, with, with what I was saying earlier. You have to draw lines in the sand against things that are wrong. Yeah. Like wrong is wrong. And this, yeah. like you lost, move on, get over it. Drop the Confederate flag, my man. It's not a heritage thing anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like it's, you lost both mm-hmm. the Confed, both the civil war and this mm-hmm. election. It's over. You know, and it's fine to lose sometimes, man. No one likes it. No one does. 
more than anything else, like even if you can't come to grips with the the result of the election on a personal level, because it really just you really hate the result. At the very least, honor the system that you claim to love so much, that you claim to support so much. Honor the country that you are so patriotic about by respecting the process. Respect the the ins and outs of how we do this and figure out a way to do it the right way. Figure out a way to get the the results that you feel are more favorable the right way instead of inciting violence and hatred and dissension and turmoil. Like honor this country the way that you claim that you do every day. Actually be about the words that come out your mouth. Mm hmm. And I think you should question, you know, where you're getting information from. Right. So, like, if I hear, I don't know, Ted Cruz say that this election was stolen, that these ballots are, you know, not valid. I would ask whether he said that about the congressional people that were elected that may have been on his side. Mm. And then when you realize that he didn't, maybe you should question that. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. just maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <sighs> I think I, I, that might be all the things that I have to say about that topic in particular. Yeah, that's pretty much it. My my biggest takeaway from all this, obvious besides the obvious, like you know, uh, where this Black Lives Matter lady got shot, and obviously you shouldn't storm the Capitol, is like I'm just very concerned about this wave of influence that it seems to be happening in our yes. country about and by influence i mean like how many people want to be influencers i watched a video the other day in which they were talking about that and how what did you see a lot of when people were storming you saw people with their phones up right mm. trying to be influencers influencing people's opinions and stuff and i'm i don't know i feel like that's a big conversation that should be had society as a society mm. about, you know, cause when we were kids being a quote unquote influencer meant you were like an athlete, you were in a movie, yeah. Yeah. right? Not, yeah. I have a camera phone, not saying that you can't do things with a camera phone, but I just think like, you know, we're all too busy trying to get, clicks and the easy way to get clicks is to do what have more outrageous opinions than the next person and that kind mm-hmm. of fans the flames that get us to where we are today so agreed and i also agreed. think you know we should probably do something about being so stupid that you commit a federal crime and put your face on the internet you know like that's just that's straight up common sense or lack thereof right there like that that's natural selection at its finest right there it really is like i think we really should like in their trials, they should just be like, did you really think that, you know, we wouldn't find you because your face was plastered everywhere? You know, like, come uh, on, man. you haven't seen a single crime movie. Man. And the ironic thing about it is had they been wearing masks to be safe from COVID, they'd have been more anonymous. Yep. But they yeah, the irony is not lost on me with that one. <laughs> that you wore not, an actual mask. Not lost on me with that one, bro. Ugh. And then I just think it's funny, like, you know, you saw the pictures of the guy with, like, the Viking horns and stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's two things about him that I find interesting. Is one, his mom said, was complaining that he hadn't eaten because they're not feeding him organic food in jail. Which is great. Mm, okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't really know why I'm supposed to care. <laughs> I'd be like, dude, you're in that. jail. You're, you're in jail. <laughs> Make do. <laughs> Make do with what you got. And everyone's asking for pardons. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, I should get pardoned. And then they, um, the dude that was stealing the podium, I don't know if I said this last week or not, but they interviewed his lawyers on TV. And they were, like, trying to defend him. They're like, oh, this isn't who this person is. You know, he got caught up. But that's not a defense, right? 
That's like a yeah. sentencing defense. That's not a guilty or innocent thing. Right. And so they were like, well, what about this picture? And they said, well, we're not miracle workers. <laughs> <laughs> like his lawyers said that? Yeah, his lawyers. That's how you know you're going to jail, jail. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh that's that's got to be disheartening like yeah. we're not miracle workers man we know what that looks like <laughs> it's because you put your face out there didn't he try to sell it on ebay i think so man people, and people and then like to try to like change up his appearance he shaved his beard like good job guy <laughs> <laughs> good disguise been watching too many movies, homie. <laughs> like it's not the you're not Clark Kent out here, my man. <laughs> Put some glasses on, and I, now I'm a completely different yeah, person. Like, oh man, where did where did Superman go? <sighs> oh, oh man, you have to be able to laugh about this stuff at some point because if you don't, you're gonna go crazy. Absolutely, absolutely. It's just. This is just crazy. Like, we got Olympic athletes arrested who were involved in this, police oh, officers. Snap. I didn't even hear about the Olympic athletes. Yeah, there was an Man. Olympic athlete who won, I don't know how many medals he won, but he's a swimmer. And it was really easy to spot him as he was the tallest person in there. <laughs> and he was wearing an Olympic jacket. That's what I'm saying, man. These people don't think... <laughs> But see, the thing is, that, like, a lot of them, they weren't thinking about, like, protecting their identity or anything like that because, like, they don't see anything wrong with what they were doing, man. They it's don't true. see a problem with it. Like, they, they really, like, like, they were in there chanting, this is our house, this is our house. Like, that's not just, like, them blowing smoke. Like, they genuinely believe that that building was theirs, right? I like, heard a report that, they, that some police officers shook some protesters' hands and said, this is your house now. <laughs> That's, oh my god. That's wild. Oh my god. <laughs> like I want to laugh, but that also makes me very angry and disheartened all at the same time. Oh my gosh. Wild. Absolutely wild, bro. Insane. Insane what we're talking about. It's crazy. Like who'd have thought? <sighs> who'd have thought something like this would be legitimately happening you know like when you were in in history class and you were learning about like war of 1812 you know that farmer's rebellion when george washington was preg was president oh, i was like pregnant what i don't know why i said that i'll be real with you i don't know why i said that i think uh, i had like i don't know what just happened your brain just malfunctioned there for a minute yeah like i don't know what just happened there that exe stopped working. <laughs> yeah, I just got a four oh four error. <laughs> wow. Um. <laughs> anyways, gotta like, wipe this hard drive, man. Let me just hit F five real quick. Refresh. Um. <laughs> who'd have thought that we'd be like, like obviously we knew we were gonna be like our era was gonna be in history books, but like yeah. this is a little more historic than I really wanted it to be. Yes, <laughs> that you know. This is way more historic than I wanted it to be. Yeah, like way. I thought. You know, we were gonna be like, oh, you know, they they lived and you know their roaring twenties was filled with COVID and they were sitting at home. But <laughs> you know, I didn't think our roaring twenties would be filled with the roars of angry constituents that were fed <laughs> bad information. Oh my gosh, dude. Like this is this is the type of era where like people in the future are gonna look back and be like, man, y'all really were on something. You guys did some crazy stuff. I can't believe you let that happen. I legitimately think that the big takeaway from our era is gonna be you didn't see this coming. Ooh. Right? Ooh, good one, yeah. Like think good about one. it. Coronavirus, the numbers are up. And then people are like, oh, we still stay inside because they were refusing to wear masks last year. Yep. And it'll be like, you didn't see that coming? The rise of, uh, I don't even know what to call these people, these insurrectionists. Like, they're going to be like, you didn't see this coming? Like, there were multiple things that showed that this was going to happen. Yep. Agreed. That's uh, why I like when I hear people go, oh, 
I was so surprised. I don't think you, like, you just didn't want to see this. Mm-hmm. You were, like, being willfully ignorant. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, all right, bro. We should probably wrap this up. I On the bright side, there's a black man hero. Eugene Goodman. He's oh, a yes. hero, bro. It's the black guy that ran up the stairs and basically that fooled these guys. Yeah, from, he fooled the whole away mob. From Mike Pence. Away from Mike Pence. Mm-hmm. Who they were looking to hang from the gallows. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, so, yeah, I guess my, my parting shot is we are in a whole heap of trouble. <laughs> and we're going to need to work together to dig ourselves out of this and in order to do it properly um honesty of a unique and rare brand is required yeah i guess my pardon shot is uh wasn't really surprised that this happened we obviously need to work together um but just kind of you know expect things to get not a ton better before they start going great you know what i'm saying just brace yourselves yeah. yeah and if you want to be mad about something be mad that the Nets traded for James Harden oh my god like me if you're a, the praying sort please please pray for me and my fandom of the Washington Wizards or if you want to be mad at someone go be mad at all those people who went to a party without masks to go watch Bow Wow perform like god. that that's peak ooh, stupidity ooh, 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 Houston bro. who does that Houston. Who does that? <laughs> of course it's Houston. Brandon Smiley, I'm looking at you, bro. Of that's, course it's Houston. That's who we need to uh, be mad at. Oh who risked it all for Bow Wow? Oh my god. For Bow Wow? Oh. <laughs> Come on, man. I wouldn't even done that at the height of his career. Bro, he was never worth it. Who risked it all Ever. for a Bow Wow concert? Ever. Oh my god. That makes me mad. I don't, I'm not even going to say anything about that. That just makes me mad. I'm hangry, and I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Yeah, I'm ending it right there. That's where we're cutting this off. That's the end. <laughs>